BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Earlier tonight, Monday Night Football, the return of Adrian Peterson, the night he came home. Uh, Not exactly what the Saints had in mind, the Vikings Beat the Saints 29-19. Sam Bradford, 346 yards through the air and three touchdowns. He's the story right now, so let's start here. Yeah, let's go. Everybody cool out with Sam Bradford. I know that it's the only game on, and everybody wants to get on social media and say, oh, look at this, Sam Bradford's in a great new system, and uh, this is what he's needed his whole career. He's talked about it all through the season. Sam, Finally, Sam Bradford's in the right system. This is how great he's going to be. Relax and tap the brakes Relax. on Sam 
Bradford. The guy is a jag. He's a jag quarterback. He's just a guy. He's been just a guy. He had a good night tonight. I'm not disputing that. He had a really good night tonight. He looked good throwing the football, but he's also playing against a team that finished dead last in yards allowed in the passing game last season. The Saints defense stinks worse than Jared Goff. It stinks. So he put up big numbers against a bad defense. And oh, by the way, for everybody who wants to jump on and go, oh, Sam's so great, Sam. We said this last year. Oh, Sam Bradford finally in the system he's supposed to be. And after all this square peg round hole stuff in St. Louis and Philadelphia, he was in the great system in Minnesota. Things were great. The Vikings started out 5-0 and and things were awesome and Sam Bradford was great. Well, what happened then? He accounted for eight touchdowns over a span of nine weeks. The Vikings went 2-7. and seven. And they fell out of playoff contention. And suddenly, whoa, when's Teddy Bridgewater coming back? So just relax on Sam Bradford. He had a nice night tonight against a team that stinks. Same thing. Jared Goff had a nice night against a team that absolutely stinks. This doesn't mean either one of them is great. It means they had a good night, which is awesome. But all this love for Sam Bradford, you know, he's this is he's not a rookie out of Oklahoma and he's a brand new star in the NFL. This guy's had more than enough chances to show that he's great. He's not just suddenly going to be great in another system when we say he's going to be great because we said the same thing a year ago and it didn't turn out for him to be that great when it was all said and done. So just relax on Bradford. I think uh, the thing I enjoyed most about that, Jason, was the fact that you made it immediately tie to Jared Goff. <laughs> there was no reason to tie him to Jared Goff in this particular instance, other than that they both played for a team that had Rams in the titles. <laughs> so when we look at Sam Bradford in this particular game, one of the big questions, and anybody you talked to that covered the Vikings, looked at a little bit of the preseason tape, they came in with massive questions about how well this offensive line would play, whether there be any cohesion whatsoever in Game 9, let alone here in the opener. So what this says more to me, and I'm going all negative, is that the Saints stink, okay? (laughs) That their defense couldn't find a way to muster any type of pass rush. They had one sack on the night. Bradford had all day to throw, plenty of time to set up for Thielen, who has a monster game. Stephon Diggs goes nuts with a couple of touchdown receptions. Later, Rudolph gets into the mix. And for Sam Bradford, what it becomes is the the obvious narrative is the push towards the end of the season. Let's fast forward past anything that goes on in this regular season, any type of playoff push that this team gets. No, let's immediately go, hey, you know what? He's the next guy for a contract. Do you take him or Teddy Bridgewater right now? (laughs) Call my postgame show. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing in Minnesota right now. Do you want Teddy back? Look at how good Sam is. And look, that offensive line is going to face stiffer tests. Look at the division. You're going to have six games in division where it's going to be a pain in the neck. Try to keep him upright. You got the Saints. You took care of business week one. Relax. He's a jag. He's uh, Just remember, you said the same things last year. Look how great Sam Bradford is. And then it was, oh, Sam Bradford is just a guy. Now, to be fair, that defense fell apart last year. One guy after another had to be trotted off. If you're a good quarterback, but if you're a good quarterback, you're a good quarterback. And he, he, you know, he doesn't throw the ball downfield. Then you should be, if your offensive line is struggling, you're okay throwing the ball short. But he's still eight touchdowns in nine games. Relax. He's a jag. Relax. Another guy who's going to turn out to be a jag is this guy. Drew Brees up under center with one back behind 
actually take the sweep to him on the jet sweep and instead hand it straight ahead and beyond the 25 it's AP close to the 30 yard line Joseph on the stop on the first carry for AP Saints Radio Network on the call Adrian Peterson his return to Minnesota did not go as expected and I got to tell you this is going to be one of the most fascinating storylines to follow this season because this is not going to go well. Adrian Peterson's first game, six carries for 18 yards. This is a game where the Saints ran the football exclusively in the first half. Right. They ran the ball three times inside the five-yard line. Well, they moved the ball on that first drive right out of the gate. Moved the ball well. You saw video of him barking at Sean Payton. Oh, it's now been the end of the second quarter. A meme. Look at he got flying cats and steam out of his ears. Trust me, this is not going to go well. Here's Peterson, who's going to split carries. He's one of three guys now because Ingram's going to get carries too. He's one of three guys. How many touches is he going to get a game? Ten. That's not what he was expecting. He, I know, he expected to go in, I'm going to win this job over Ingram because I'm still great and I'm a cyborg, and that's not going to happen. Because eventually the Saints are going to realize we have to throw the football first and foremost because that's how we're going to win games, and he's going to be a forgotten guy. And this is going to go awful for Peterson this year in New Orleans. I, you know, Look, I know we talked about Marshawn Lynch. How long is he going to last in Oakland? But Peterson in New Orleans, how long is this going to last? If this if this goes poorly, I don't know who will wind up being out of a job first. If Marshawn Lynch, he had a nice week one. He at one, least ran well. Nice week one, yeah. Right? But, but you, you at least saw something out of him yeah. where there's, there's still some want to and some drive, right? He ran angry yesterday. Adrian Peterson, tiptoeing. If you said to me, over-under for Adrian Peterson, will he still be a Saint after week eight? After tonight, I would bet no. Because he's not going to be someone who's just going to be quiet and silent when he's not getting the football. He's got the football his whole career. Now he's a piece in New Orleans. And as he sees tonight, he's going to be fa- he can be phased out of the offense depending on what goes on. This is not going to go well. I can see him being an ex-Saint by the midway point of the season. It didn't work out. We thank Adrian. Peterson hopes to get on with another team. I'm not finishing my career. I want to go someplace else. I want to be. I can see that happening. I can see that. I can see Adrian Peterson's career with the Saints ending before week eight. I think you can see that. Certainly as we have attrition in the running back position as well, right? The Cardinals with David Johnson's injury, perhaps having to look at re-signing Chris Johnson. Maybe they'd rather go out and figure out a way to bring Adrian Peterson in and see if there's anything left, especially as you've got Carson Palmer, who's getting dangerously close to the only thing he's going to be doing is two-step into a running back as well. So when when we look at this situation, the fact that you weren't even at halftime and Peterson's already chasing Sean Payton up and down the sideline, barking at him. This is Drew Brees' team. Okay, and I know they don't have the greatest complement of wide receivers, and they're trying to figure it out behind Michael Thomas, who, as we told you, wasn't able to get free today. They weren't able to find him space with Xavier Rhodes taking care of business. But the the fact of the matter is they're working on figuring out the secondary receivers there. That's far more important to anything Sean Payton's offense is going to do than making sure Adrian Peterson feels good about his touch count. Eight weeks, and he will be an ex-member of the Saints. That that I could see that I could see him being an ex Saint before Marshawn Lynch is an ex Raider, and I thought he would be, he'd be done by midseason. Watch out! Just it doesn't the, just seeing by night one, week one, how things went, and this is his return to Minnesota. That is not going to end well.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's say Andrew Luck doesn't come back for another three or four weeks. He's already been ruled out for week two. Already been ruled out for week two. At that point, if you're the Colts, you tank because the season's over. You're going to be... One and four, one and five. If Andrew Luck doesn't come back, well, here's here's your schedule. Let's do this real quick. Go ahead. All right, you got blitzed by the Rams. Yeah. Now You're Arizona next week. Yeah, no matter what. Arizona at home, Cleveland at home. Cleveland. Can you imagine losing to Cleveland? But but look at what Cleveland did. Cleveland didn't. Cleveland look bad. played pretty well. Good offensive line. Defense got after it. Uh, TJ Kaiser rolled through the Steelers' defense many times. And if Kenny Britt could catch. They might have, that, and well, that was one of the resounding themes. Go back to that Bears Atlanta game. But anyway, TJ, and then, oh my God, they cut Kenny. TJ. <laughs> All right, go. Week four at Seattle. Boston. Yeah. Uh, week five, then, then San Francisco. So he's already looking ahead a month down the schedule. And then uh, the week after, they're at Tennessee. Luckily, the early part of the year is manageable, but you would think yesterday was manageable too, and you lost by half a hundred to the Rams, who stink, and Jared Goff, who stinks. But if he doesn't come back, and you're sitting at 1-4, and 1-5, and five, if you're the Colts, here's my hot take. You ready for this? Let's get it. You tank for the season. Don't worry about bringing Luck back, because what, what are you bringing him back for? You're just bringing him back, and you guys are going to stink. You finish with one of the top three worst records in the NFL, which means you'll get a pretty good quarterback if you need to coming out of the draft, whether it's Darnold, whether it's Rosen, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Baker Mayfield, whoever it is, you're going to get somebody really good. Now you threw Baker Mayfield in there. Look at that. Hey, anybody could be a Jet. That's why I love it. Anybody could be a Jet. I could Baker Mayfield. You know, when you're a Jet. (laughs) And TJ, having your first cigarette till your last dying... You have a top three pick in the draft. You have a new administration in Indianapolis. Andrew Luck is not an elite quarterback. Andrew Luck in the NFL right now, if you were starting a team, if you were saying, okay, if I could have my pick of quarterbacks, Andrew Luck would go somewhere between 12 and 15. Now remember, we're also factoring in this injury yeah, injury history. Everything. Like if you all have, that if you comes could into have, play. If you could have any quarterback in the NFL right now for your team for however long, Andrew Luck would be anywhere between the twelfth and the fifteenth guy you would pick. You would take ahead of Andrew Luck, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota. He's a maybe. For guys like Cousins, Rivers, Stafford, Breeze, and Cam Newton. All right, so somewhere around the 12th spot is where Andrew Luck falls. Because really, you're talking about a guy that's had one elite season. He was well-hyped coming out of Stanford. He had that big second season selling Andrew. Andrew Luck is a pretty decent quarterback. And I would never think about parting with Andrew Luck, except if you tank and you get a top three pick. Your administration gets their new quarterback, and who wouldn't pony up for Andrew Luck? Because people will still think Andrew Luck is their savior. 
Hey, what, what do you want? You want our you want our f- number five overall pick? You want our first three picks? What do you want for Andrew Luck? Because there's many teams, GMs and head coaches say, give me Andrew Luck. He's young. He's out. Oh, yes, yes, give him to me, and we'll solve our quarterback issues, whatever you guys need. And then the Colts not only have their next quarterback, they're taking number three overall, whatever it is. You're not paying Andrew Luck. You're not worrying about Andrew Luck and his next contract. You're getting a man, you're getting a ransom for him somewhere in the offseason, and you're starting over again. The Colts can trade Andrew Luck in the offseason. If he doesn't come back and they lose, tank and trade him. Hot take! Hot take! Hot take. I like that you're turning the, the heat up, that you've thrown on the propane tank and fired it up. It's good. Trade you know, Andrew Luck. At the, the changeover that they tried to do going to Ballard, Ryan Grigson overmatched, and off he goes. And you look at that that roster right now, it's it's abysmal, right? The, you've got no chance of springing T.Y. Hilton. Uh, once again, he had 63 yards per game in the 10 games that, that you'd seen Luck miss before yesterday and was right there in line once again against a Rams team that wasn't even playing their best player. He showed up at the facilities, he took his physical, but he wasn't active wasn't even there and they still got boat raced and you look at the rest of it jumbled offensive line you've got you know mac who we've talked about all offseason he's going to be the guy over frank gore here in short order defensively still a lot of liabilities around i mean they've got to totally reconstruct this roster so from that angle assuming that we get down the road four or five weeks and Luck's not playing. And from all reports, I mean, we're still at the, you know, Pagano reportedly hasn't seen him throw, right? Do we take him at his word that that's actually the case? Because <laughs> if so, that's that's a whole other broken pro- part to this process. But you, you look at it going forward, you, you're looking to rebuild and keep pace with, because Houston's got a, a good nucleus. We'll see what Watson becomes. He's a little, little gimpy after an ankle injury. After showing up in that game that where they got stomped by the Jaguars, who rope doped everybody in their preseason, so now you're chasing the rest of the division, and well, we'll do an entire makeover show, and that could be a reality show on on NFL Network. Mm, I'm telling you, strip it down to the studs and start you. over. If Andrew Luck can't come back, you tank, you wait. You get your next quarterback, you trade him, you get something from somebody who thinks he's great, and you move on. Because the bottom line is, he's not nearly what you thought he was going to be, and he's injury prone at this point in the NFL. I just don't know what he is after this injury, right? Still an elite talent when healthy, but is he ever going to be healthy? And is he? are they ever going to build enough pieces to protect him there in Indy? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. No matter what we'll see throughout the rest of the night here, what we've seen throughout week one of the NFL, uh, week one of the NFL season will forever now belong to Sergio Dip. TJ, like a lick stick, you can get a fun dip if you watch ESPN's Monday night coverage. So... So much attention has been on Beth Moens and Rex Ryan so far who are doing this game. And so far, Beth Moens has been great. Rex Ryan's been a little disappointing. Uh, I think Rex seems like he's, you know, watching in, 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 you know, in when we have time in the breaks. It seems like he's 
thinking and very conscious of what he's going to say next. Look, I, look, Tony Romo was phenomenal over the weekend. I, I love that you know he was very easy and personable, which is fine. But the fact that he could tell, hey, here comes a safety blitz. Here comes this. Here comes this. Here comes this. We don't get that. I mean, we never right. got that from Phil Sims. You know, Phil Sims just says stuff that he you was and the guy I can sitting say. At the edge of the couch. I mean, I, really, that's why. I mean, look. So it's not like Tony Romo had a high bar to get over because Phil Sims was at the point of his career where where everybody knows what he's going to say. Well, with the football being slick, this is tough for the quarterback to hold it. Sometimes they like to go to a glove. But, you know, I don't know that that sometime is uncomfortable, and that throws a quarterback's timing off. So you're not going to be able to move the football as well. Sometimes the painted uh, parts of the field, because it's new, players' cleats slip. They can't get purchase, as you see Joey Bosa slip right here. I mean, it's stuff that you and I know, that even the average football fan knows. But to get Romo saying things like, this is a blitz, this is going to be an out right here, this is it right here, Dak is checking into this play. That was awesome, just because we haven't seen something like that. No, and I think that's one of the poison pens were out. I mean, they were ready to eviscerate Tony Romo if he stumbled, right? Because the rest of the week's action, well, stunk. I mean, there were a lot of bad games, a lot of, a lot of good hyped matchups. But the in the end, the football wasn't particularly clean or competitive in many of those games. So what did you do? If you're a keyboard warrior or you're someone ready to go on Twitter and, you know, get into your... Hoot Suite or Tweet Deck or wherever you're going, you were ready to take down Tony Romo. And then time and again, <laughs> he's telling you what's coming. He's showing you the alignment and what yeah. it's signaling and, and giving you the experience of a guy that played 15 years in the National Football League, what that can do for you. On the other end of the spectrum was Sergio Dip, who I'm waiting to see if ESPN will go back to it. So far, they have not, correct? No, they have they not have gone, gone back, to back to him. Now, to be fair, I guarantee you, you that was a big talk at halftime. So what do we do? What do we do in the third quarter? What do we do? What you got to use him. What do we do? You got to give I him want, at least one, one more guy shot. I would listen to. I don't care about sideline reporters. I mean, I don't get everybody who goes crazy over, oh, they put so-and-so on the sideline. Lisa Guerrero is going to be a sideline reporter in Monday Night Football. I, I don't care who the reporter is. I don't. As long as they know they're, they're saying stuff on the sideline, I really don't care. But it's, you know, I don't care who does the games. I don't care. I, you know, who, who, who listens that closely? I really never got it. But... Sergio Dip is a guy that I would absolutely say, wait a minute, I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm not going to go make a sandwich. I got to listen to his report. He is in the moment a transcendent figure. So we're going to play it for you again, and this is what is lighting the internet on fire. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the studio caught fire. Hey. Uh, During the first half, Beth Mowens and Rex Ryan throw down to Sergio Dip, who, from what I gather, is an ESPN Deportes bilingual ESPN talent tweets a lot in Spanish. Uh, possible that English is not his first language. Um, but he's reporting on the sideline of this game, and Beth and Rex Ryan threw down to him for maybe the biggest 33 seconds that you will hear this weekend. Beth, coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL. And here he is having the time of his life this night making his head coaching debut. 
And I'm excited because everybody's, the crowd is getting very excited. And I'm going to yell and scream because everybody, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm talking. But no, you hear it. The crowd goes louder, so you feel like you need to yell. And like, <laughs> what are we yelling about? ESPN reporter. You see him there? Mexico. On the screen. He's on the screen. And there's there's the song, and now someone will put a gift together for this. <laughs> but the Sergio dip, you know what? He got over now. He dip, got over. Dip, People dip, are going to make dip, fun. Dip, dip, there's dip. already the memes. We're already going to see it on all of the different blogs that you read and their associated Twitter accounts. Back to the matter is, you didn't know who he was an hour ago. And now he everybody wins. does. He everybody wins. does. Look, here's the thing with Sergio Dip. The Jason Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon, 877 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca. You can't slice it up. That was brutal. And I, I get many people are going to be upset and they're going to go, how does this guy get a job? I could do better than it. There's a time in my career when, I re- when I'm like, how does that guy get to do it? You know me. I have that thing for Chris Hardwick. How does this guy get to do all these shows that I watch, but he gets to do the post-game shows despite the fact he's so nervous and he says a thousand words in five seconds. And, oh my goodness, and we have Rosina herself on the show. And Andrew Lincoln is here. And, and, and the, the line producer. And we have the guy who shot the camera guy. And then and, and we have a guy who was a, who was a zombie. And then we're, we're going to get we're gonna through all this here on Talking Dead. It's coming up next. I'd you be real me. honest with you. If I could put two guys in the cage, <laughs> I'd put the two of you. But every show that I watch, he gets to do the post show for. And 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 and, 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 and we're going to have Danny Trejo come in. Hey, and, you know what that means? Gonna, I mean, you know, watch better shows. Oh, my God. Different shows. And all these after shows. You don't have to watch the after show. And, and, you can turn and, it off. And, 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 and we're here. And, and we're going to have Brian Cranston is here. And and, oh, and and he's the star of the show. And and we have everybody else. And we have people that, the craft services guys. We have the guys that brought the sandwiches. And they're all going to be on there. I mean, that's, I think you're just like that's being angry. everything with Chris Hardwick. So, did, you, did you just but, say craft services? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy who brought the sandwiches. So I it's get it. an important it. guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we had some pinafores and, and some finger sandwiches. And then we're good because we got the crust off. And we're going to talk about how you get the crust off. And then we're going to find out how you get blood out of clothes. And you have to wash it because we're going to put them on new zombies. And how they're going to go. I mean, I, I get it. I get it because I went through that. <laughs> I went through that much of my career. How does this person have a job? And then... You realize that certain things happen that are beyond your control. We're looking for a woman for this job. We're looking for diversity in this job. And it happens. And that's great. The guy that got hired into it, a that's the way producer role likes yeah. this guy. That's how that's how it is. People it have their favorite. There's many things. And I understand that. I understand many people who are going to see this and go, this guy gets to be on TV. But look, that's how it is. Now, if you want to take a look and go, all right. What's you know? How did this get to the point? Because I don't know how eventually Sergio Dip is going to react when he he gets out of this game and then if they ever use him again or he sees everybody making fun of him on social media. This is ESPN putting a guy in a position that he couldn't succeed in, and that's all you want when you are working. This is this guy's big chance. This is his big chance, and who knows if they ever give him something again? You know, they, who who knows? I mean, I would watch him. But I want just because I don't know what he's going to say. He's going to say, you're seeing Vance Joseph on the screen right here. But whenever you work for somebody, you always want to be put in a position to succeed. Don't put me in a position to fail. Don't say to me, okay, you have 10 minutes to get this done, and if you don't, you're in a lot of trouble. Wait, but I, you've not given me enough time to get this done. Nope, still get it done in 10 minutes, or you're going to be in a lot of trouble. You're going to be suspended, or we're going to give your job to somebody else. You want to be put in a position to succeed. They did not put this guy in a position to succeed, because obviously they have to know 
going in, there's rehearsals, there's this. You know, you can't tell me, oh, you know, we have just, you know, we only do one Monday night game. Now you're stretching us pretty thin with two Monday night games. You have 100 people at ESPN that are not doing anything on Monday night that could go out and do this and do a decent job at it. You have many people, but ESPN, obviously, they want to push certain things. You want to push diversity. You want to push people you like, but you got to put someone in a position to succeed, and he wasn't in it. He was in a position to fail because you had to know what you know. Every test thing you did is he gonna how he's gonna react. I mean, this guy's been on the air before. You've seen him do things. Now you say, okay, go on Monday Night Football, and all you got to do is give me thirty seconds on Vance Joseph. That's all you got to do. Give me 30 seconds. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Coach. Hey, Vance Joseph, his first game for the Denver Broncos, former defensive back at Colorado, played in the NFL. He's living out his dream right now. He told me before the game, blah, 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 blah. Let's see how it goes. Let's go back up to you and everything is done and everybody gets to meet Vance Joseph because that was the sole purpose of that interview was to say, hey, average NFL fan, oh, by the way, here's the head coach of the Broncos. Meet Vance Joseph. But he was. But you had to know it was a dice roll. But this is what happens, and happens everywhere. Whether it's ESPN or others, you talked about people that have favorites. And if you are one of those people to be blessed in an organization that someone up high likes you, you stay there and you stay there the rest of your life. Because you will get to do everything, and you will get to do it ahead of other people. And it's obvious they like him. But still at the same time, do the guy a favor and realize, okay, maybe you're not ready to be a reporter on Monday Night Football. Maybe we'll start you off doing something else here because everything goes into it, whether it's you know his language, whether it is the situation itself, whatever it is, this is ESPN. I mean, you got to know going in that this might not work out this great. And now they put him on TV and now, and now look at him. And now he's embarrassed, and hopefully he can get past this. I know he's going to get a lot of people to reach out to him and tell him it's okay, but you may never get past this opening night. This guy's going to be famous forever. He's the new Boom Goes a Dynamite kid. I mean, that's what it's going to be for him. All because ESPN said, here, you go do this, and we put you in a spot where you probably shouldn't have been in. No, and that becomes the question. I mean, there's a lot of the background that you're wondering if, because English is a second language, did he memorize something and in the moment went blank or communication issues with the producer in terms of, you know, his timing when he was supposed to start and then got flustered. I mean, it's a million things that could happen during a live telecast. You do it on Sundays doing fantasy zone where there's a lot of voices and a lot of chaos and misdirection and someone jumps the gun and jumps over someone else's talking point. Suddenly it sends an entire segment to hell. <laughs> so I, it, did you watch it, the show yesterday? Did you, did you watch <laughs> I I may have seen a couple of may have seen a couple of segments. Okay, I'm just saying. All right. Hey, you're a professional. You Thanks, came buddy. through all right. I appreciate but the that. idea being <laughs> that that things are going to go sideways on on live television, and here you have a lot of variables in play, including again the fact that you've got a non-native speaker who's making his debut. So that crowd noise suddenly comes in halfway through his report. So he escalates his voice. Man, there's there's a lot going on. So love to hear the rest of the story. In the interim, he becomes famous, world famous for a night. I'm sure he's picked up a ton of followers on Twitter at Sergio A. Dip W uh, at his account. Uh, and, and certainly he's led social media now going on an hour and a half and will continue to dominate regardless of what happens in the sporting world. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.